the next few moments, I want to once again, I want to talk to you this morning. I'm not going to my regular sermon. I just want to talk. I really want to talk. Y'all don't mind if I talk for a few minutes. I have been lifting up a word in John chapter 16. I want to use that word and I just want to talk. John 16 verse 33. Here's that word. These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The theme has been all because of Jesus and this is part five. Jesus speaks a word to those around him and is a word of encouragement to them as a prophetic foretelling of what they would go through. It is encouragement before they needed it. It's actually encouragement before the discouragement. It's the antidote before you ever got the poison. It's the fix before you ever knew you needed the repair. It's the new tire while the old tire is still running. He puts it in place for one reason. Because when things went wrong, I'm a rather educated young man and I have educated friends. Uh, one of my good friends is Dr. Edward P. Harding Jr. And he's fond of talking about uh, common phrases that people say in rather crass ways. So he likes to fix them up. And, um, and one of the ones he fixed up was one related to a fan. So he says, when the feces hits the rotating circular blade, you'll get it on the way home. It is in truth that it is not a prophecy that you may, but you will. If you couple that with Romans 8, in Romans 8 he says that we have been given up like sheep for the slaughter. Which is a quote of the Psalm, Psalm 44. Because in other words, what he is projecting is that life will not be easy. That even for the believer, you're going to have days that are better than other days. And not to lose your mind when the days that are not so bright come upon you. Not to believe that God has abandoned you or that you're all alone. No, hold on. I'm projecting before you get there, those days are coming, but I want you to know that I'm still with you. There's nothing like being someone who people consider famous 
and having issues in your own life. Nothing like being able to write a gospel song. Richard Smallwood, the example Glory gave this morning, being able to write a gospel song and yet not able to keep your own life together. There's nothing like being on top of the world at one moment and in the middle of your valley the next. And see, if you think you're the only one that ever feels like that, then you think you're crazy. If you think you're the only one that ever has a hard time, or you're the only one that ever weeps, or you're the only one that ever wants to crawl up in the bed in the fetal position and just say, Calgon, take me away. See my mixed metaphors? The bed and the bathtub? You'll get it on the way home. I, I suspect, I suspect that for believers who struggle, the struggle is intensified because you get on yourself believing you shouldn't struggle. Because if I were really saved enough, I would not be going through this. What's wrong with me? If I was really holy, if I was really saved enough. And sometimes, let's be honest, sometimes you do have some things to work on. It's not all life. <laughs> some of it is the person sitting in your seat. <laughs> there are a few better decisions we could have made. <laughs> How many of us have stepped off the cliff and said, oh God, help? I don't know. I have, um, in my time, I'm a rather big guy. I've had some experiences that are not all good with chairs. I've sat down on a chair, and the chair did not remain comfortably beneath me. Yes, the chair gave way. I was in Ohio. My wife goes out with the girls. And they're setting up their place down there. They get these chairs. Now they buy these chairs from one of those little stores, little arrow and dot or something. The one with the French name, you know. They bring the chair back. They ain't had no furniture in the house yet now. Daddy, you can sit right here. I sat down. I got good in that seat. And then all of a sudden, I had that Mary J. Blige song in my head. I'm going down. I'm going down. My whole world. Oops. Upside down. <laughs> oh, that's good. There's nothing like thinking you're secure and still falling. 
nothing scarier than thinking you're secure and still falling. And that's when the enemy really gets to play tricks on your mind. Does God really care? Where is God now in my life? What's going to happen to me next? And let me help you here. Got all these good preachers over here. Talk to y'all sanctified preachers. My, my, Mike's over in the other room with the baby. Hey, cuz. He's in the choir room. Talk to that sanctified preacher over there, too. And let, me, let me just tell y'all something. Just because you tell the Lord, I'll go, did not mean that the enemy gave you a pass. Can I talk to my choir here? Would everybody that sings please stand in the place? Everyone that sings? Anyone that sings? You, if you're a choir member of any choir in this church, would you sing? Let me talk to all of you. Here's the biggest test in the world. Satan was a member of the choir in heaven. No, no, no. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. So he never wants to see music in worship that's effective because it reminds him of what he used to could do. So that every time you stand to worship God, every time you begin to sing, he gets angry because he sees that's what I used to do. I used to adore him. I used to worship him. I used to usher people into his presence, and I can't do it anymore. Don't fool yourself. Every musician, every singer is always under attack because the enemy's mad that you're doing his you, you can be seated. Can... I'm just talking today. I'm just talking. See, that's why you're under attack. Why do you think he wants to steal your voice? Why do you think he wants to keep you from going to rehearsal? Keep you from singing? Because if he can do that, he can get you on the sideline and not helping people over the line. Okay. Let me. Mm. Okay. All right. I got, I got three things I want to give you to hold on to this morning. And, and I said I'm just going to talk, and I'm going to really try and talk through them. The first thing is I want you to know that I know who I am. So, so, and the reason I know who I am is, first of all, I know that I am God's elect. God's elect. Now, this might not seem important on, on the surface, but being God's elect, as the elect of God, it also means that I come with some protections and some coverings. Because I am the elect of God, I, I kind of got God on my side who, who covers me in the midst of my situation. Well, let, let me see if I can put this. 
To say that I am God's elect says that I believe that God has chosen me. And since God has chosen me, therefore God has a responsibility to keep me. I just want to help you here. You are not in this church this morning because you decided to come. No, I mean, free choice, sure. But you're here because God decided that you would be saved. God decided that his love was greater than any sin you ever committed. God decided that I'll look beyond your faults and see your needs. And since God decided that he loved me more than I loved myself, and that he would reach down into the muck and the mire and pick me up and then turn me around and place my feet on solid ground. I am God's elect. The reason I'm in church now is because God has saved me. I didn't save myself. You see, uh, okay, Ephesians uh, 1 and 4 says, according, according he, as he hath chosen us in him, before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. He has chosen us in him. I was chosen by God. Well, John 15 and 16 says, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask in the Father in my name, he will give it to you. God said, you didn't choose me, I chose you. The very reason you're here, and some of y'all may be even here on the protest, but the reason you're here is because God has already put his hand on you and he's already said, I love you. And he's already said, I chosen you. You are mine. You are the elect of God. Look at somebody. Tell them now, I'm special. God has chosen me. Uh, okay. Okay, I'm, I'm elect. Uh, but not only am I elect, but I've been empowered by God. I've been empowered by God. The, the fact of the matter is that God enables me, empowers me to make it through. Yeah. See, see he says that we overcome because of Jesus. And it is what God has done for me that enables me to keep on shouting. Okay. Okay, let me, let me do it this way. I said I'm God's elect, right? Okay, Romans 8. You, you can look it up sometime. But verse 32, 33 says, uh, Who shall lay anything, who bring anything 
of a charge against God's elect. Watch this. It's God who justifies. Tap somebody, say, neighbor. You might not be able to handle this. I've been justified by God. Okay. The, the next line says, who is he who condemns? It's Christ who died. And furthermore is risen, who is even at the right hand of the Father who makes intercession. And he says, now in case you don't understand that, since you are the elect of God and you've been empowered, he says, I put it this way, nothing shall separate you from the love of God. You better tap somebody now, tell them I'm getting ready to shout. Nothing shall separate you. Oh, glory. Shall tribulation or distress, persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or the sword. Ah, yea, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. I'm trying to hold it down. Look at somebody say, neighbor, I'm not just a conqueror, but I'm more than a conqueror. Y'all ain't ready to help me yet. But, but I'm, I'm going to close with this. My, my time is up. Thank you, Doc. Thank you. Thank you. It is not only that I've been elect of God. And I've been empowered by God. Uh, Reverend, what, what can you do with that power you got? You see, because I've been empowered by God, I can lay hands on the sick. And see them recover. Or oh, y'all missed that went over somebody's head. Because he said, look. Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. He said, but now ask in my name. Look at somebody now say, neighbor, I got a secret for you. I've got a name I can use that unlocks heaven and makes miracles happen. Somebody say, Jesus. Okay, go to your seat, Watts. Thank you so much. I'm trying to listen. But not only am I elect of God and empowered by God, but I am exceptional through God. See, uh, he didn't just say I was a conqueror. He said I was more than a conqueror. Y'all still ain't get that. Went over somebody's head. See, he didn't just say, I would overcome. But he said, I'm beyond just overcoming now. I'm at a whole nother level now. I don't just want to overcome. I want to go ahead and defeat the Satan that's coming against me. I don't want to just come out. I want to bring somebody else out with me. I don't want to just be healed by myself. I want to see others be healed around me. 
I don't want to just get a prophetic word for my own life. I want to give a word for somebody around me. I don't want to just walk by faith and not by sight by myself. I want to stand in agreement and walk with others around me because it's time now uh, that miracle power, healing power, delivering power begin to be seen in the earth realm because we are more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors. Somebody bless his name. Somebody bless his name. Somebody bless his name. Somebody bless his name. See, somebody needs to know that God is doing a miracle. Let me, let me just look at someone real quick. Just say, neighbor, you need to know what I know. I'm getting ready for an overflow. I wish I had somebody who would praise him with me. I'm getting ready for overflow. There's an 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 overflow. I feel an overflow. Let me tell you something. The scripture says, despite all of the stuff the enemy does, he says, he says, there is an overwhelming victory, which is ours through Christ Jesus who loved us. Just do me a favor. Just tell somebody, say, neighbor, I'm getting ready for an overwhelming victory.